Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves and their families. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how letting go of control will set you free. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. And I also have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. Visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. Now let's dive in and talk about how letting go of control will set you free. But first things first, just want to make sure that y'all know that I love you, right? And that I want the very, very best for you, that I want you to be happy, and I want to help you create an amazing, fulfilling life. Just so you know, that's where I'm coming from, always with you, and that my tips and advice and wisdom are always coming from that place of love and sharing what will help you the most. So on this topic of letting go of control, which I am an expert in now because I am a recovering control freak, and I am so happy about this because it is so liberating to let go of control. So today, as I often do, I'm going to share some stories from my own life to show you like where I was being controlling and then um, how to not be controlling and how being controlling like hurts you, it hurts your marriage. And when we can liberate ourselves from trying to control everything, it actually sets us free. It will make things better instead of worse. I can promise you this. I know, like what we're worried about is if we let go of control, everything's gonna fall apart. But the truth is, the opposite usually happens. So the first story I thought I would share with you is, um, this is a long time ago, like before children, my husband and I were at a wedding. We were like fresh out of college. And well, I did not like how he was behaving at this wedding. He was having way too much fun being childish and crazy And it made me feel embarrassed, honestly. And so I tried to tell him how he should be behaving. And that ended very badly. What should have been a wonderful memory from a good friend's wedding turned into a nightmare. Like, I didn't know if our marriage would make it past that night. He was so mad at me, ruined. And in fact, my husband still remembers how he felt that night. So now, if I ever feel embarrassed by his behavior, what I've learned is that I am an adult and my husband is an adult. We are separate adults and his behavior is a reflection of him, not me. And so that's how I learned to let that instance go. Like seeing how my trying to control things didn't even actually make sense and hurt him helped me be able to let it go and not try to control. So another instance was a couple of times ago, a couple of years ago, when our family was sitting at the dinner table or maybe it was the breakfast table, talking about our plans for the weekend. Same table, by the way. (laughs) But the way that my husband started to speak in our conversation, I could tell that he was about to give my son an assignment for the weekend. I don't know, imagining like cleaning the garage or something. I don't even know. 
But as soon as my husband started to talk and get the words out, he said, Tyler needs to, I interrupted him. And I said, what Tyler needs to do is his homework. Because you see, my friends, I was feeling stressed about Tyler's homework. And so I jumped in to try to save him from whatever assignment my husband was about to give him. But in doing so, I stopped all over my husband's parenting style. And it didn't end well. My husband was angry. He felt shot down. He refused to say what he was even going to say. And sometimes I tease myself and say, like, he might have been going to tell Tyler to, like, wash your car or something fun like that. Then you might not have minded so bad, right? Ah, just kidding. But anyway, that is another instance where I know that it can be super hard with parenting that we think it should always be our way. But the fact is that the children need both parenting styles. We both parent different and that's okay. And that it's actually easier and better for your marriage and your relationship when you just let him parent his way. So another example is I have tried to tell my husband how he should handle his laundry. You see, he likes to leave it laying on the end of the bed and on the floor near his bed. And I really can't stand that. I'm kind of a little bit of a neat freak. So in the past, I would try to get my husband to change his ways, you know, to make him do things my way. And it usually involves a lot of complaining. Well, guess what? He never changed. Nothing has ever changed. We've been married over 25 years now. It's not changed. But what has changed? My mind and how I choose to think about the clothes at the end of the bed. Crazy, liberating, amazing. Another example is that I used to try, my, to try to tell my husband what time he should come home from work. I would do this by griping and complaining when he was late, and I really thought that all of that griping and complaining would make him understand that he should change his behavior or work faster or something, drive faster, I don't know, but it never worked. It actually only made him want to come home later and later because I was so crabby and he didn't want to come home and deal with that. So what had to happen again? I had to change my mind to what I think about him coming home late. And here is a magical thing that happened. When I changed my mind and made it different, he came home late less. Swear to you. Truth. Another example is that I used to love to tell my husband the route that he should take anytime we were driving somewhere. And I always knew the perfect parking spot. But now that I have learned to let go of control, I can just breathe easier. And when he's driving, I just sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. It's so much better. I mean, if I'm going to delegate the driving to him, I should just let him do it, right? Seriously. Another time that I've tried to control is how my husband takes care of the kids when I am not home. Like what activities did, what they ate, how they ate, when they ate, all the things. So my husband, this day, you guys, when he cooks for the kids, he expects them to fill their own plates. Now, I know, like that is sounds so super silly. But when I cook, I fill their plates and bring it to the table for them. It's just a motherly thing for me a way of me showing my kids my love, serving them out of love. But my husband's parenting style is kind of more like, you have two legs, you can come over here and get your dinner yourself and teaching them responsibility. So I would complain about it. But no matter how much I complained to him about how he served the kids dinner, he still did it his way. So guys, you guessed it. 
I had to change my mind about how he takes care of the kids. And again, if I'm going to delegate cooking dinner to him and feeding the kids, then I need to let him do it his way, right? So liberating. You guys, the problem with telling our husband how he should do everything is that it sends a message to him that we don't think they're capable of handling the situation themselves. Seriously, I know that's not how we mean it. We're just trying to make everything work well, but it does the opposite. It drives everything apart. It makes things worse. It actually hurts our husband's egos and not like the boisterous ego. Like it's just, I mean like the heart, the, 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 if there is such a thing, the ego of their heart, like it hurts their hearts. It hurts their hearts that we don't think that they're capable of doing the things that we're trying to control them or trying to tell them how to do. And that's the other thing is I know in your mind you're not thinking, or me, we, all of us, we're not thinking I'm going to control every aspect. That's not the conscious thought, but it is the result of what we're doing and the lack of thinking about it honestly. So how you will know that you have hurt your husband's heart in this is if you get a response of anger after telling him what to do or how to do something or complaining about how he is doing something. And so you have to decide, is it worth the cost? Because this causes friction and disconnect in your relationship. It causes your husband to question whether you really love him or respect him. And that's really... I think the opposite of what most of us women want in our relationships. We want connection and love, and we want our husband to know that we do respect them. And it is okay that we have different ways of doing things, but when we are we are unconscious about this control thing, if we choose to remain unconscious about it, we're going to continue creating disconnect in our relationship, and it makes it so much harder. What we want in our relationship is connection and intimacy and fun, right? Like we want to feel like we're on the same team. We want to feel like it's a safe place for both of us to communicate and to raise our kids and to do our careers and all of the things, right? But if we're willing to try to stop telling our husband how to do everything and complain less about he is doing things, we're going to experience more of that connection and intimacy and fun. And so, you know, I'm not 100% recovered from this. This is a journey, my friends. It's a journey. I still revert back to my old ways sometimes. But I can tell you, it is so much better than before. And just kind of the mantra that I put in my mind is like, if I am delegating this to him, then it needs to be the way he wants. In fact, the other day, um, he texted from Costco, they're all out of organic eggs. Do you want cage-free eggs? Or do you want to wait and get organic eggs at Mariano's? And if you really cared about it, I would tell you to say, I would really prefer go ahead with the caged or I would really prefer um, organic, like no harm in that. But sometimes something to consider is just tell them like, you know, whatever you think, like I delegated the shopping to you and, you know, do whatever you think is best. It'll be fine. So keep that in mind. Like it's always okay to say what you would prefer, but maybe sometimes let him choose. Give give him the ability to make a decision. Here's what I want to tell you. When I stopped trying to control everything and just let my husband be himself, I literally discovered how much more energy I had. Seriously, because trying to control another adult's behavior is exhausting and it's futile. And especially us moms, like we have kids that we're trying to manage. And so then adding another human on top of it, and then we joke and make it like our husband's another kid, right? 
well, that's not really what we want in our marriage. We want, we don't want another kid. We want a partner. We want a teammate. We want someone who's going to help us tackle all of the situations on our plate. And so we need to start being conscious about what our words and our actions are saying to our husbands so that we're causing less disconnect and more connect. So the thing to ask yourself is, like, especially if you're questioning me right now, is the way that you have been trying to control your husband or to make things work in your family the way you want it to, is it working? Like, have you seen it working? You're probably going to say, well, no, it's not really working. And so that's the thing. It's just a waste of time. We can never make other people behave in a way that makes us happy. So the secret to fixing this problem is learning how to change your thoughts about their behavior. Like just decide, let it go, right? I promise you guys, I appreciate my husband even more and more all the time, truly. Now that I have stopped trying to control everything, I feel closer to him. Like we think trying to control everything is going to make us feel closer and everything's going to be better, but it doesn't. It does the opposite. So I know this was a whirlwind today. It's like a topic I get very passionate about speaking about, and I hope that it was helpful to you. And if you resonate with any of this, and maybe you think you might need to work on letting go of control a little bit, there is something you can do. I want to give you a little tip that you can take away from this. It's like when you when you feel like that need come on to like tell him to do something or do something different or criticize the way he's doing it, take a very deep breath. Whew. And ask yourself this question, is it worth the cost of the intimacy in our relationship? Is it worth causing friction? Maybe sometimes you might answer yes, but most of the time the answer will be no. And if you practice this, like that pause and that breath, you are going to start feeling that sweet, sweet freedom of letting go. I want you to imagine that for yourself, feeling closer to your husband, more bonded, more like a team. Imagine a more carefree relationship that's not so worried about every little thing. Just imagine like looking at each other and laughing and smiling and your kids are there and you're just making everything so much easier and work together. You can have this if you will work on letting go of control and I can show you how and I would love to because it definitely takes practice. So if you're willing to practice this to feel happier and more free in your marriage, I would love to be by your side and help you. Reach out to me for a complimentary consultation. We can take a look at where like you are and what's going on. And we're going to look ahead at your vision for how you want things to be and figure out what are those roadblocks that's holding you back and come up with a plan. Okay? So don't forget, while you're doing that, that ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care will help you feel like your best self every day. And you're going to find that on my website. And don't forget to join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. It's actually a place on Facebook that's not scary. It's nice and happy. And finally, if you love this podcast, would you mind giving it a rating for me on iTunes? If you have time or if you think of it, it just will help other women know that this is a good podcast, that they can get some help from it, and it will help me in my mission of helping women create more happiness in their life and marriage. Thank you so very much, and I'll see you next week.